Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Tigran, who will tell us all about his improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games, and most importantly, learn how he improv his life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And tonight, we are joined by the incredibly talented Brazilian jiu-jitsu master, dancer, comedian, Tigran. Tigran, thank you so much for coming on the show thank tonight. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing this evening? Great. Great. All right. Great it's, to be here. Yeah, I'm really glad to have you, Tigran. <laughs> it's a, you know, this, this is a long time coming, so I'm glad you're here. I've heard a lot about you from Matthew Moore and a bunch of other people at the studio, so... And I heard about you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. No, really, like, really fucking cool to be here. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. So before we get uh, too far into things, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you found this place? Good old IFTP. IFTP, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was back in 2019. Mm. And I was, you know, it was a year of, like, questioning myself and, um, yeah, Basically, I was watching a performance actually with mm. my friend Magnus, who is actually part of IFTP too. Oh, okay, not I, at the moment he's like in Denmark now, but yeah. yeah, he's part of the family. So I was watching, and that just blew my mind. I was like, "What is this improv?" Like I had no idea. Like I was like, "No, they are scripted. There's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. they are." So we decided with my friend to be like, "Okay, let's next week go." And they were offering free classes for mm. as a trial. So. We went and we tried the class and we're like, again, mind blown. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, this is no way this, this is working. So, and of course, the beginner, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you're like, what is uh, going on? But, but yeah, like that's when I came to the family and it's, just, it's been like incredible couple years from then. And, you know, pandemic happened in between. Yeah, and yeah. But, <laughs> but still like the... People here, I, I always tell this to Matthew Moore, mm. people here are the most incredible people yeah. I meet, like so creative, so such a good people, yeah. caring, you know, and it's been nothing less than that since then, you know? hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. The people here, the people here are what make it. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yes, right. yes, yes. Well, we're going to dig into that story a little more, Tigran, because I'm definitely curious to hear how it was in those early days. But before we do, uh-huh. we got to play some three things. <laughs> All right, so uh, this go. version of three things, it's personal to you or what I could find on the internet about an hour ago. Yeah, we got the stalker here, huh? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show is just Googling everyone who comes on. Let's go. All right, um, so as always, right, it's three things. I'll give you a category. You list mm-hmm. three things from it, and then we'll move on to the next one. All right, you ready, Tigran? Yes. All right. These this are three things. things. Best costumes you have worn. Uh, Nutcracker costume. One. Uh, Apollo costume. Two. And, uh, and a grandparents costume. Three. Very nice. Next category. Uh, the worst exercises to do. Uh, the, the, the squats. One. Uh, one arm push-ups. Two. And uh, two arm pull-ups. <laughs> three. <laughs> These are three things. Wait, we got one more category. Yes. All right. Uh, your favorite dance moves. Uh, it's uh, floss. One. <laughs> 
Shimmy Two. And and uh, and jumping jacks across the room. Three. These are three things. Okay, very nice, very nice. Okay, let's dive into this a little bit. Uh, all right, Tigran. So why did I ask you about costumes? Uh, because I am a dancer. Yeah. Uh, specifically ballet dancer. Yes. 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 And you digged into it, yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. I saw I know I saw the Nutcracker costume you wore. Fantastic. I saw yes. the Apollo costume that you wore. Yes. But I don't know that I saw the third one. Remind me, what was the third <laughs> one you listed? This was a grandparents costume. It's like another version of Nutcracker when I was <laughs> back in Germany. Ah. I did the role of grandparents, so I was that came in my mind. All right. That sounds like a fun <laughs> costume. It is. It is. All right. And I, I feel like that's probably a, a cool part of being a professional dancer such as yourself. Like the different, I mean, the different shows and stories that you get to tell through your art, but also like the costumes that come with it, right? Yes. And embarrassingly wearing tights. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan? No, but, the, you know, like we built to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so... I mean, some some people would like it, some not, but mostly women would like to watch it. You know, that's that's the fun part of it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If any girls out there want to see my costumes, check my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we'll link it. We'll link it in the description. <laughs> Should. <laughs> okay very nice all right so that next category uh worst exercises so you listed squats one-armed push-ups and two-armed pull-ups tell me about that what do, what do you know about fitness tigran fuck a lot actually i know a yeah. lot about fitness but squats specifically mm. because my knee is injured mm. yeah that'll do it yeah. yes and i had a surgery on my knee like 10 months ago mm. on my meniscus and acl so i'm out of dancing currently yeah but yeah so squats it's one of the hardest things to do at the that moment makes sense that makes sense that came in mind yeah very reasonably <laughs> and also one one arm push-ups i said mm. right yeah yeah that's a thing i don't really try usually but <laughs> i mean we it's people would know why it's hard yeah you yeah would, right. i i don't think i could do a one-arm push-up right now me too I can do two, but not one. <laughs> I'd fall over. <laughs> and two arm pull-ups because I hate pull-ups. Mm. But I do them anyway, but I hate yeah. them. Because, I mean, they're good for you. <laughs> it's really healthy for you, but I'm pretty bad at it. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a question related to pull-ups. Do you have the proper form? Is it to have your hands facing the bar or on the opposite side of the bar? Uh, well, facing the bar. I guess okay, both so of them work okay. differently. What I... What I usually do, they have this other grip that your thumbs are facing you, you know? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so that. The, I would do that. That's easier. And also like shoulders back and pull it up. So it's like really working your back. Mm. And then you just fall. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. Uh, which one do you think looks the most impressive though? Like if I'm trying to impress somebody, how should I that? would that be one arm pull-ups. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a, you like go like this, right? You grab your other arm. Yes, but I, I could maybe almost do half of one. Half? Yeah. Half. I, I cannot do maybe. Half. I cannot even do half. I think. <laughs> I don't know, but but maybe if I jump a little, you know. Yeah, you take a little. <laughs> Be like, wow, he almost did Damn. one. They have those um, machines where you can actually stand on them, you know, with the weights. Oh, it yeah. It helps you up. Yeah. So you can do that and film yourself 
Just mm. the top of your body, you know? There you go. Uh, That's a good tip right like, there. Tricks, guys. Tricks. Hey, <laughs> all, all you gym rats out there. Good tip from Tigran. Find the pull-up machine. Do some do some good editing uh, and then You know, just before we go on, mm. I want to <laughs> I want to say how we met to the audience, right? Like oh, you yeah, remember yeah, yeah. how we met? Yeah. It was uh the stand up show. Stand up show. Yeah, because yes. we hadn't met officially because I know I heard about you. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, Tigran, you don't know Tigran? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, Tigran and I, we did, well, I guess it was a few weeks ago now. It was yeah, two April weeks ago, 14th, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we did a stand-up comedy show here at the Pico, mm-hmm. just down the street here. And for some reason, for some crazy way, we hadn't <laughs> met yet. No, we were upstairs with 10 other comedians or 12, I don't yeah, remember. But yeah, it's a big crowd. So, yeah, I was going through my material. You were probably going through your material. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I randomly walked to to you because i i was like questioning something should i say should i not i wasn't sure because of my accent or if i'm saying the word correctly and i walked to you and i said am i saying the corduroy pants correctly (laughs) such a random thing and he goes what i have corduroy (laughs) pants in my sight (laughs) Out of all the 12 people that I could go to, it was you. The one guy. Who's the one guy that has corduroy pants in his side, too. <laughs> and I had been thinking about probably just a day or two before that. I was like, how do you, I got to make sure I say corduroy, right? Because it's a weird word. It is. It is. And I don't think either of us are saying corduroy very often. I don't know. If there, if yeah. there is someone that knows languages, like specifically English, <laughs> please help us. What's, what is, why do we have that word? Why is that corduroy? Yeah. Yeah. It was about hairy Armenian legs, just so you know. So yeah. I'm Armenian, so don't <laughs> don't judge that. And mine was just about the type of pants I used to wear in like the third grade. <laughs> That's corduroy yeah, pants. Something about basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. How my NBA career is not going well. And it's it's still not. Nothing's changed in these last few weeks. Okay, try. It's yeah. Always gotta try. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best out here. My shaving is not going as well. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. I think that it, that is such a wild story because what are the chances that two people and like the two people that ended up speaking were both talking about corduroy in their sets? Yeah, and we really don't know each other and I just randomly ask you the question. That's, <laughs> like this guy, he, he wears pants. Yeah, he would know how to say corduroy. <laughs> I, and I'm still not sure. I... I could be lying. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you did. Maybe so, the, the audience still didn't get what yeah, I was trying they're to They're like, say. these two dudes came up and talking about this type of pants. We never heard of it. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm sorry, Tigrid. <laughs> <laughs> Ended my career. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine never started, so. <laughs> okay, uh, okay uh, we can go on. I'm going to bring us back. Thank you for bringing that up, though, because yeah. that is a good story. Um uh, the last uh, category I asked you about, favorite dance move. So you said uh, you are a professional dancer. Yes. Now, just for the audience's sake, is there a particular type of dance you would consider yourself a professional in? Yeah, well, I have been doing 18 years of ballet and contemporary dancing, so I would definitely consider myself as a professional in that field. Yeah, ballet, contemporary. But 100%. what I really suck is... is Hip hop dance or mm. break dancing, or even like social dancing, like salsa. I'm really bad at that. Mm. I could probably get it if I really yeah. go into classes, but I really don't take time into. 
<laughs> going into those classes. Maybe tango. Yeah. Tango would be great for me. Oh, but that's a fun one. Yeah. Ballet and contemporary dancing. That's, mm. That would mm. be it. Mm. Yeah. And so... See, that surprises me because the first favorite dance move you listed was the floss, <laughs> which I guess, could we consider that a contemporary dance move? Good memory. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, like very steady. Maybe that's what I can do at the moment. That's true. That's I cannot true. move very, so I just can do my hips, floss. True. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. smooth looking move. It is. It's, yeah. you know, party killer. There you go. You go, you go right in the middle. I'm a dancer. Check this out. <laughs> I mean, it's a great setup. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, Tigran's a professional. And yeah, then you're like, yeah. everyone like, can you teach me? Can I take privates? Yeah. Please sign up. Check this out. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you what I got. Um, the second move you said was sachet, right? She, she, no. what did I say? I, it started with an S. Why did I say sachet? Shimi, shimi. Oh yeah, shimi, yeah. Or, Shimmy was, yeah, I was thinking of this dance. Move oh yeah, and yeah. I yeah. thought it's there's that sh- song. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So just <laughs> oh my gosh, that's another steady dance move. You don't really have to use your yeah, knees true. for that, and you can really yeah, you can do it while sitting down, which is great. Yeah, it's yeah, a great, great move, and it's a great exercise. Try out, you know, three times a day, two mm. minutes is a really calorie burner. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that at work. Just not tell anyone what I'm doing and just yes. start. Just, yeah, like, even while you're editing or something, oh, okay, you can, great. You can yeah. play that. You know? Okay, I'm going to try <laughs> that <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, I might not have a job uh, <laughs> next episode. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, just, wait, what was your third dance move? Shimmy, floss. Uh, wow. There was, I thought you had a great memory. but No, not anymore. <laughs> I just remember the first one because it's just oh, me. Oh, the it was it was jumping jack across the room. Oh yeah, jumping room. jack across you the room. Because I thought of this room across the room, jumping yeah. jacks. That, that's actually an exercise. Mm. But that's like yeah, I've done that exercise. <laughs> it's like a good it's warm not up. Really a dance, but yeah. I guess across the move, it like translated in my head mm. to be a dance move. Like yeah. jumping jacks across the room. Like if you do be, anything across the room, it, it, it you could dance classify it. Right? Yeah, it's in a dance diagonal, move. you can change directions, mm-hmm. go forward. Yeah, maybe That's cross it. with someone else too. They yeah. do the opposite diagonal of you. Oh. Try it in a club. Try it in a club. I can't at the moment, but you will. I will one. You'll day. get there soon. I will break a sweat. <laughs> can't wait. Get in the middle of the floor, start flossing. And you're like, wait. Do some shimmying. Yes. And then you jump and jack out of the room. Like this last killer, you know, the punchline. Yeah. Comedy comes in three. Mm, and there it is. The three <laughs> moves right there. They escalate. Too. They yes. just get better and better. All right, Tigran. Well, uh, thank you for playing three things. Those were some excellent answers. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so now we got to get back to talking about some improv. Let's do it. So we're going to take it back, Tigran, to I want to know when the first time in your life mm-hmm. uh, you heard about, learned, saw um, improv. Yes. It's the first time you heard about it. When was that? First time, it was actually my friend telling me, oh, there are these improv classes. Because he was taking acting classes, so mm. he was also told by his teacher, it would be great to take improv classes yeah. too. So I heard back in 2019 about it. I I heard here and there about improv, but like it wasn't really like I was curious or anything yeah. about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was... Back in 2019, and that's when I was like, "Oh, there is a, there's a show. Let's go watch." So mm. that was it. I think that that time period. 
Otherwise, yeah, I back in Armenia or in Europe. I never <laughs> heard of improv actually. Yeah. yeah, I think it's born here, right? Is in yeah. Us. It's one of the few like things that we didn't steal from someone else. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I think yeah, it started. Uh, a woman, I can't remember where she was from. Her name was Viola Spolin, but she started improv in like the 1930s, ah, yeah. just uh, something to do with kids. So it started as like a, a school thing, and then it eventually evolved and changed to the, what it is now. Yeah, we are kids. We are That's actually true. kids. Yeah. yeah, we forget that. Yeah, one day we, I am getting deep. <laughs> so I like it though. I mean, we we still are kids. That person is still there. Yes, and mm. we we actually have to go back to that person every time. You know, like mm. every time we do improv, we have to loosen. We have to let that, you know, extra layers of people that we are you know yeah yeah the, outside of the door yeah the job the stress yeah like all of that rent <laughs> all those things just let it go let it go and be that kid right yeah like, i i think that being childish brings something really like out of you like if you can play with yourself if you can be playful with others yeah it's such an important part of life mm -hmm. and really like iftp people really <laughs> really bring that in you you know yeah. like yeah you you might be like still in your head while taking classes, you know, and then you might see your friends are like being completely <laughs> reckless, <Yeah. laughs> just like eh, out there, and you're like, "Fuck, what am I doing? Let that out!" <laughs> okay, here we go. No, for real, it's it's, it's amazing art it's form. Very true. Yeah, yeah. We we gotta leave all that stuff behind outside the classroom door, outside yeah. the stage door, whatever it is, and just. Go be a kid again. Yep, yep. So back in 2019, mm -hmm. uh, you and your friend Magnus, right? Yes. And I know I've I've heard of Magnus. I haven't met him, unfortunately, but he's another person like I know about, but haven't had the chance to yes. meet yet. So I hope I do in the future. Um, so you and Magnus came and saw a show here, and you were like, whoa, 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 wait, this isn't scripted. They're just making that up. Yeah. At least I was like, I was like, come, come yeah. on, like, yeah. No, we were like. This is definitely, they might have some scripts, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, when we took classes, we realized there's a technique to it, mm. but nothing is scripted, actually. Yeah. And we were like, wow. Because that show actually was really, really good. Mm. Like, the show that we watched was really, really incredible. Yeah. Like, we were laughing the whole time. There was like, like you know when you laugh and you get crumbs? Yeah, yeah. You're like, the, that's how much we were laughing. We were mm. like, no, this, no way they were not scripted, you know? And yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, and here and now we're on a podcast. Yes, yeah, it's crazy to think about. So thinking about when you first started classes here at IFTP, um, what teacher did you have, and like what? I guess like what were some things you learned or like were surprised about by those first classes you were in? Uh, first teacher was Benjamin ah. Benjamin Rose, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he became a friend too after a while, and um, so. Yeah, it was like very basics of improv and very like, it was like kind of you were being a child, like taking the journey to mm. like, hey, you know, this is what you should learn to do. And they're like, oh, wow, this is this new skill, you know. And uh, it was totally out of my comfort zone. Mm. In in real life, I'm, I'm social. I'm yeah. really social. But out of my comfort zone, meaning like language wise, mm. every time I would go out there, would be uh, like, oh my God, what if I go with a person that has like really great English mm. and I don't understand the words they say? 
And so that was the challenging part, but personally love challenges. Yeah. Personally, I very soon came to learn that actually going out there and learning something that you say wrong, which like may, maybe sometimes I didn't understand the word my f- uh, friend or the sim partner was saying because yeah. of English. And it became even more fun. Yeah. yeah. So I learned that new skill, that learned like how to use that in your improv, you know, yeah. like, uh, okay, I didn't really understand, but I'm going to still roll with it. Yeah, you just pretend. And the public is going to be revealed that I'm actually not getting what's <laughs> happening, but that's what's funny about this scene. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's something about it, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. I, I It's interesting to me because I think you come from a background where you've been a performer, right? I mean, yeah. you've been a dancer for a good chunk of your life. Yes. And moving into improv is, I mean, it's a different type of performance, right? So yeah, you've yeah. been involved in on stages and in different settings and venues, I'm sure like all your life, but improv is, is this whole different thing. Yes. Yeah. Performance is uh, like everything for me. Like I, yeah. I love performing in, and I did perform in a lot of stages as a dancer and it is different though. Like the structure of, Ballet and dancing is so different than what's improv is, mm. which actually started helping one ad- other, actually. I'll talk about it shortly. But uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, performance, yeah, I, I did perform in big, big audiences, but uh, as you know, dancing is, they, they don't use uh, words. Yeah. So, um, and also everything is very structured, very precise mm-hmm. yeah, in like choreography. It's a whole choreography and it's just a bunch of stress and it's a bunch of ballet bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. comes with it, you know. <laughs> For all the ballet dancers out there, I know the struggle guys. Mm. But also the environment is not the the nicest to be honest. You know, mm. like it's not it's really like compressing kind of environment. Yeah. It's like yeah. um a lot of pressure, helpful. I imagine. A lot of pressure, a lot of a lot of things that come with it. But improv compared to the environment in ballet, it's so freeing. It's like also what me and Magnus realized also, Mm. that was a realization of like breaking through like the structures. We are trying to be perfect in every time we go in a scene, we're like, oh, how about this being perfect in, like, no, 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 we have to let this go because this Mm. is in our mind, you know, it's just like, so this has to be playful. This has to be, gray spaced you know <laughs> and uh, public know about gray spacing right yeah oh yeah so <laughs> we'll we'll define it real quick uh tigran tell us what is gray spacing oh my god i thought you're gonna tell them <laughs> <laughs> i can jump in but i think you got it i think it's is that moment of uh when you just vomit words out of uh, your mouth basically and yeah there is no thought process there is that fine line of no no thoughts and what's about to come. So I think that's what gray spacing is. And what comes may, might be funny, might be not, but most of the time it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the magic of improv, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. I think that's improv when it's the best is when you're gray spacing because there's no thoughts, like you said. It's just you're reaching for whatever comes. Yeah, because if you have actually thoughts or like some... Um, how you, do I say some some sort of structure in your head? Like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna lead the scene this way. Your scene partner very quickly might bring something forward that is completely takes the road different way, and you have to yes and and uh, you have to roll with it. 
and that's where the gray spacing comes yeah. right away you know like and that's also one thing i learned because i would go in a scene and be like hmm i want to take it to this direction and yeah. then boom right away it's done you know like <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Yeah, like well that didn't work yep yeah <laughs> that's that's something i i know i've i've always struggled with in improv is that cuz you know you're sitting there like you're ready to go in or go up or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I got something. I got something. And yes. then, yeah. And like boom. you said, nope. yep. <laughs> and I, I still do that. Sometimes I get an idea and then I'm like, it's not, Oh, okay. I it's fun. Let that go. It's fun. Like sometimes as a comedian, you know, like you, yeah. you get an idea of like, Oh my God, this is going to be hilarious. And yeah. then you go out there and okay. Like, okay, I will do something <laughs> even funnier. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, so now I'm thinking about it. So you also do stand-up. Yes. Um, so you started improv in 2019. You were taking classes in that. Um, did starting improv get you interested in doing stand-up as well? Yes, because, well, let, let me break this down like very quickly, like why I actually started. Because um, yeah. it was like mostly for, you know, for my personal journey, it was... First of all, a challenge, as I told, yeah. it, it was so challenging to me that I really wanted to do it. And mm. anything challenging to me in my life, I'm like, fuck, I really want to do this. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. And uh, Don't back down. No, it's a, it's a journey. It's, a, it's something that would t- teach me how to get comfortable with my English mm. and something how to get comfortable with a different cultures. You know, I mm. did live in Europe. I did live uh, Germany in, in Germany, in, in Switzerland, but... Mm. In US, I had to adjust myself to the culture and yeah. learn about it and learn how to come across also. In <laughs> uh, so that really helped me. And me personally, this journey was like um, getting deep with myself, mm-hmm. getting comfortable with myself. And improv did actually teach this. And it was both challenging and, um, how you say, it was... Um, I'm trying to find the word. You say the English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's challenging and... It, it, it was a journey. Like in, yeah. in a way, it was just a journey for me to take to to realize myself. Who am yeah. I? What am I made of? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like something like to have fun with myself. Mm. I was through a period during 2019 about so many problems and so many things that ha- was happening in life. And... Like I had to learn how to entertain myself and enjoy myself. Like mm. if you can actually like enjoy your own company, that's what it comes down to. If you can enjoy your own company, then life becomes more fun, more yeah. enjoyable, more everybody else can enjoy your company. And mm. and I think, yeah, that was something I was learning about myself. Like learn about yourself, what this this brings you to, you know, like what... IFTP offers you what the improv offers you and yeah through that journey when I 2019 I learned improv and then the pandemic hit I was like fuck what do I do now and we were doing like zoom classes or whatever but it didn't really work well as in person yeah and the stand-up came from it because I was like comedy really like connects with me like Mm. what can I do so I started watching a lot of uh, stand-up comics I started learning stand-up comedy I was taking like I think master class or something oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know everyone cool was like learning there. some yeah. some stuff in master class yep yep 
<laughs> so I watched a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> There was like Steve Steve Martin. Yeah. So I, I took that and I was learning how to write comedy. And mm. I took classes with Matt also through Zoom. And I was like, I have these ideas, you know, how does the comedy go? How does, yes. you know, three rules of comedy are, you know, all of that. So I was curious. So then I started writing random stuff every once in a while just mm. like, yeah, this might be funny yeah. and then I would read it maybe like a month later I would like holy shit it's not funny yeah you're <laughs> like what is, who wrote this <laughs> I'm like oh burn it yeah so <laughs> no one should see this <laughs> exactly and so like I started writing short films oh wow and so yeah like first one was was just like idea of like um, how you say uh, picture comedy like the um, Physical comedy. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It was, like, non-verbal. Mm. So, like, I wrote something along the lines with my friends, and uh, they was, like, done first. Uh, it was cool. It was fun, but it wasn't the best product I yeah. <laughs> I ever created. But that was, like, a beginning. A yeah, but you got point, started. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wrote another short film and another one that is actually being editing, edited now. And uh, so, yeah, like, that, that brought, like, the stand-up comedian in me. And right after the pandemic, when clubs were opening and mm. Cool Beans Comedy was hosting things, so I was yeah. like, right jump, right on it, you know, like, yeah. let me try. So yeah, like I started and fell in love with it even more. Even though it's more scripted and it's more, it's still a journey. It's still like learning, like, oh, wow, like what's stand-up comedy offering me? That's something new. And it's really good to have like an improv background in your mm. in your back pocket just yeah. in case of the situations. Yeah, you know? it, it helps prepare you for so many things. Yes, it's. it's I mean, stand up in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For any stand up comedians out there, like hundred mm. percent improv comedy, really kills it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So uh, I may have missed it, but when did, you started doing stand up in twenty nineteen as well, right? Tw uh, no, I did it in. Well, I started writing in 2020 oh, okay. during pandemic. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So I think it was 2021, the beginning. Yeah, of when things opened up. Things opened up, Got I it. came and did a performance. Okay, that's, that's awesome. It's oh, a wow. short journey I had. Yeah. Hey, still hey, in it. Still in it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've only done stand-up twice. So. <laughs> hey, you're pretty good. Uh, I thought you were doing this all your life. No. <laughs> I should learn something from you. Uh, hey, I think it's just <laughs> improv. <laughs> I should learn improv from it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but stand-up also is like something like you question yourself, like what okay. do I hate? What do I love? What, yeah. do I, what am I curious about? So yeah. you start questioning yourself, like what comes up, you know? Like, yeah. like what would be three things you hate? You know, like, wow. <laughs> like let's keep this positive. You yeah. know? Like what are three things that you... <laughs> Actually, you know what, Tigrid? Let's do exercise right now. Give me three things you hate. I'll give you three things I oh hate. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, I, I hate hemorrhoids. I, yeah, I agree. I yeah, never got them. That's why I never got them. Uh, <laughs> Don't. That's all I'm going to say. Don't. It's not fun. I hope you're not going to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, I'm keeping this in. I'm like taking a note right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is good material. Holy shit. I hate, I hate um, old people. Uh, in no no like <laughs> 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 uh, 
Let me be more specific. Old yeah. people in traffic in LA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They drive slow. Okay, I feel that. I think I have like a deep feeling that they shouldn't. <laughs> it's There's some <laughs> tests I think maybe later in life people need to take to make yeah, sure they're good to go for like driving. After 66, there should be a rule. After 66, you're, you're done. You know, like... Take an Uber. Hey, chill. Like, yes. relax. Yeah, retire. Like, when you're 69, your life is really upside down. <laughs> like, I, I that's one thing I tricky. hate. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah. You know, the roads are dangerous places, especially in LA. Like, yes. I, I get annoyed, you know, like yeah. I used to not have road rage, but yeah. now I'm getting to it. And it's specifically peop, older people. I'm sorry for older people out there. I, I know that you're very lovely people. But I really don't want to hate you, so drive fast. I I put <laughs> so drive fast. Wait, no, don't no no drive safe. Drive, drive safe. That's safe. the correct yeah. thing to say. Okay. I'd say just put it. You know, there's a certain age before <laughs> you can get your license, right? You got to become old enough, responsible enough, and then uh, there's maybe a certain age where you know move to the passenger. Yeah, there seat. should be a rule. There yeah. should be a rule about that. Yeah, so. That's one more thing you hate. Oh, one more thing that I hate. Yeah. It's uh, what do I hate, man? I hate. Um, wow, that's. I'm such a lovely person. I mean, yeah, this, it's hard for you to come up with three things. That's so nice. <laughs> no. Thank you, Tigrid. No, no, I, I hate. I hate being hairy. That's. Mm. Let me bring the focus on myself. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like two outside things, one inside thing. Yes, let's let's you know. The viewers out there will be like, he's an asshole. You're not wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> but everyone is in their own way. Yeah. So, yeah, I hate <laughs> being hairy. And I know there are solutions out there. Sure, sure. Well, I must say I hate also using the solutions. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pain. Yeah. It's extra work. Yeah. yeah. I like taking care of myself, but like, you know, to a certain level. Yeah, but sometimes it's, that's too much to deal with. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? It's summer. It's sweaty. Like, yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> right, that's hey, that's a good list. <laughs> we are really digging deep into this. We are. We are. What are deep. three things you hate? Oh man, I was thinking about this. Um, people who don't use their turn signals. I mean, that's an easy one. I think most people it's, would agree on that. Yeah, but yeah. I I drive a lot for work, so I just see you know mm -hmm. you see a lot of stuff out there, and you're like, why are you doing that? Um, Even anyone that would be sitting here. That would uh, that they are not using signals. Mm. They would agree with you. Yeah, They're like I use it, but we they probably don't. don't yeah, I'm like that's that's not. True. People always say that, but come on, I, I've seen you out there driving. I see you changing lanes. Yeah, turning. Yeah, um, arrogant people. It's, it's tough. And you got all the lanes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. What's what's my next one? Oh, people who just um. Bring a lot of stuff to the self checkout at like a store, you know, like because self checkout, I feel like you go because it's quicker, right? That's yes. the idea. You're like, I got this, but then you know, someone's like, I bought groceries for the next three months. Yeah. I'm gonna go to self checkout, and uh, <sighs> the person that is helping has to deal with that. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you want bags and all of that. Yeah, you want bags, or I they understand. get like alcohol. They try and get it at the self checkout. Yeah. The employee has There's to walk over. There's a huge over. line yeah. standing behind them. That's the whole. Yeah, yeah. It, just people who hold up lines. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. People yes. who hold up lines. Don't go to DMV. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got a couple years before I have to go back. So, till my license expires again. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Okay, what's my last one? Um, See, the last one is always hard. Uh, I'll make it. I'll, I'll make it about myself. Um, I hate how easily I get sunburned. <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah, annoying. You're, you're pale. So. <laughs> I am very pale, and I like I. I was doing this thing last week outside. Yes. And uh, I was outside for, you know, maybe like 45 minutes. And then my neck just got roasted. Like I wear sun- oh, like sunscreen on my face every day because I get it. Like this is just uh, how it is for me. <laughs> so what's the first place that gets burned if you don't wear sunset? Like is it? Uh, it's sun- always sunscreen. my neck because I, I wear it every day on my face. I just yeah. do. It's a part. It's, I've been doing that for years. You have to. You have, yeah. to, you have to deal with it, you know? Yeah. It's but your life. It's just, uh, you know, I, I'm worried like, you know, someday down the road, it's going to come back and I'll you know, get like skin cancer or something, you know, oh I'm just like, man, I mean, it's pretty dark, but it's, it's you know, you are dealing with it. You're yeah. like putting a sunscreen at least. Yeah. I, I, I don't like using sunscreen. So yeah. I'm like also, but I don't really get burned like too, mm. too much. Only my nose. That's the first thing that That's I get painful. burned. It's like yeah. Armenian nose out there, you know, under the sun. That's. You know, it gets red. I look like a clown. That's a painful sunburn, too. It is. It is because then you have to deal with the old. Yeah. You know, uh, I can I've have had that sunburn ears. That's bad. I mean, I shaved my head in the last couple months for the first time, and that's been learning that that's a place that can get sunburned now. <laughs> you you can grow your hair. It's fine. You know, you you got good set of hair. Yeah, I I kind of <laughs> like it shaved, but <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, okay. I enjoy this, especially now it's gonna get hot soon. Yeah. But sunburns, I hate it. Yes. I hate it. LA people it's hate like, sunburns. The sun is cool, you know, it does a lot of good things for us, except burn us. Yes, but this is like things that bring people as a community together. You yeah. Know, sunburns in LA, uh, traffic, Yeah. you know, hating older people driving, Yeah. all these things, you know, and hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a real thing. If you never had one, you should still hate them. I, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if, you've, if you've had one... This. You should also hate him. <laughs> you know the you pain. Know. Yeah, you know, you know how how bad it can be. It's just awkward to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Tigrid. I'm gonna find a way to bring us back. <laughs> Talking about improv, yes. but hey, it's important. We all have things that annoy us in life. Um, so I I want to come back to improv because you you teased it a little bit earlier. You mentioned kind of how improv and dance, like how there's been some crossover in that. So I just wanted to hear a little more about that from you. What do you uh, mean? (laughs) That's true. Thanks for reminding me because I have been like in my head thinking like, what did I say that I will come back to? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got you. Yes. I was hoping you'd say that naturally at some point and you did. I, yeah. (laughs) There were crossovers about... uh, you know, you know the stre- like uh, when I perform ballet, when I go on stage, right before you hit the stage, you know, like it's a huge responsibility. And I yeah. dance mainly main roles, and so those are like you go out there, you have to perform, you have to tell the story. You know, yeah. as an artist, you have to, and you have a partner. You have to take care of your partner. You have mm-hmm. to lift. You have to do all sorts of partnering skills that, and at the same time being the story, you know? Yeah. These are like storytelling ballets, uh, such mm. as, you know, Nutcracker, yeah. Sleeping Beauty, etc. And um, so the stre- the amount of stress that would be like in your head, like repeat it, repeating the steps, repeating like, oh my God, like what should I do? What do I Like all this paranoia that is built right before you go on stage. Mm. Improv taught me, <clears throat> improv taught me that 
you just go for it, you know? Mm. You're out there, you take a risk. No matter what happens, you're out there, you can handle it. Mm. So, and it taught a lot of life lessons like that. Like, you, yeah. no matter what happens, you can handle it. This is the sentence that comes to me from improv. So when I was performing ballet, I would, uh, like my stress level dropped down like so low that I would almost not mm. care as much. Yeah. You know, like I, I seemed like careless before yeah. going uh, on stage, even though I cared about how the public will experience like they, mm. they bought tickets there. It's a responsibility still, but but that sentence just kept in mind, no matter what happens, I can handle this. Like, mm. because in our head, we are built as a ballet dancers. We are like, from childhood, they are like nailing this in your head. Like, you mm. should be perfect. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you should not do mistakes, but... <laughs> That's impossible, especially in this kind of skillful art yeah. form. There are mistakes, you know? There will be mistakes and you you have to accept them and you need to learn how to handle them better, you know? And that would also actually give security to my partner, mm. my dance partner that would be there and, you know, like she would be nervous. Oh my God, like that. And I, I, I would always tell my dance partner, don't worry, I, ha I got this. I ha we can handle this, no worries. Yeah. All good. So that's stress level. That, that's the crossovers. Mm. And the crossover from ballet, the, which gave me the confidence to go on stage of improv, it's the, the performing itself, like just going out there because I have seen big publics. I have learned how to handle myself in mm. such a situations, you know, like in like to, to not be shaky, to not be like, because your physicality starts reacting, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, that's what taught me to just step out there in improv, like mm. the, go in front of a public and no matter what, you're there already. Yeah. So those are the crossovers. Thanks for reminding me. Mm. You're a good listener. Yeah. Where did you learn it from? I try. Uh, doing this podcast <laughs> uh, from Matthew Moore. Oh wow, the legend himself. Yeah, the legend himself. <laughs> I think I think that's really interesting. Yeah, just thinking about how your your experience in ballet. I mean, like mm. you said, just like huge crowds that you're performing in front of, and just right away that that translated into improv. Ah, I, I I love all those crossovers that you mentioned, yes. and I I would imagine like your ballet partner. It would be so comforting. Like I'm just picturing myself in that situation. If I knew the other person going up there with me is like, just cool, you know, like, like yeah. we got this. Don't worry yes. about it. Like we're going to be great. We've, we, we've rehearsed. We know our choreography. I'm going to be able to lift you. I'll catch you. You know, I got you. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's, we need that in improv yes. and in ballet. I feel like even more so sometimes cause you're leaping, you know, all these different moves that you're trying yeah. to pull off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, Things can go wrong and yeah. the injuries and etc. But like yeah. even even then, you learn how to handle yourself. Yeah, you're totally right. Mm. And things things will go wrong, like you said. Like that's just part of performing. Like at some point, something's gonna go wrong, and yeah, you still life, you know, in general. Yeah. So uh, things happen. You know? Like yeah. I, I didn't expect to get injured. Yeah, it no happens. You know, yeah. yeah, no one does. But yeah, you learn how to. Okay, this is the situation now. I take it from here. You keep going. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, now, this is a, a ballet question I have to ask. 
Have you ever had <laughs> you're like already <laughs> shit? Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll think of an example for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, I got one. Um, do you have like an uh, an embarrassing moment that's happened during a performance or a rehearsal? Um, well, rehearsal, uh, like it's embarrassing himself, you know. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Because yeah, you're learning it, you're practicing. Yeah. It's messy. I guess, yes. What? Uh, what would I hear? Wow, this is this is a. I was actually performing, and um, I had a fever that day. Mm. I got a fever, and I was performing Nutcracker. This was in LA, actually, mm. in Redondo Performing Arts Center. I remember mm. it very specific, and uh, I got fever, and I. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm sick, and I, and I was doing the main role, so I yeah. was like, oh my god, and I was like, on top of that, oh shit, I have to partner and etc. And we didn't have a second cast to cover, you know? Yeah, it's just you, which is uh, usual. Yeah, and <laughs> and, um, and I, my director gave me Advil, like take Advil, yeah, bring the temperature down. But I didn't know that I don't know for some reason I was reactive to Advil. <gasps> So oh, it no. really like started numbing my body right before oh I went on gosh. stage. <laughs> so I, I started actually at the bottom of my feet started numbing and I started like feeling the floor really less, like almost my blood flow was not going there anymore. Huh. Yeah. And, and this is like one of the first times I went on stage and I got more paranoid. You know, I was oh, like, oh, yeah. fuck, what am I going to do? I don't know what's and going I, on. I'm, I'm jumping, I'm landing and I'm like, I hope I land correctly because yeah. I'm not feeling my feet anymore. Yeah, you're not sure. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, we rehearse so many times. It's like the, the choreography and the body has a memory. So it, it really went for it. Yeah. And yeah, like I did like this last move and I finished right in front of the audience. I'm by myself doing a variation. And I got so dizzy because there were like so many turns and stuff. Oh. And I'm like numb and I'm like, uh, yeah. like sit, I was like sitting on my knee. And I'm just like dropped my hand on the floor just to get up oh because I didn't have any more power. Or yeah. Like I was so dizzy to get up. I yeah. you usually don't really take your arm on the ground, you know, like in a, in a classical ballet. Yeah. And I just like put my arm on the ground, like just got up casually, bowed and took off. And I was so glad that day was over. Yeah. I was like, I'm going home to sleep right now. Like I yeah, can just like, take me home. <laughs> Yeah, there was like one of the embarrassing moments in wow. in the in ballet. Yeah, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it happens, you know. Yeah, that sounds scary too. Yeah, just thinking about, I mean, how you land, I imagine, is so important. Yes, um, with leaps and you know, trying to protect yourself, make sure you're not yeah, hurt, like and for your next position, correctly, like how to land is like so 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 important. That's like yeah. probably how I slowly injured my knee too, mm-hmm. you know. But that happens. <laughs> yeah, it we happens. can handle it right now. Yeah, yes, and you did it. You made it through the performance. Yeah, in spite of whatever the Advil was doing to you. <laughs> I learned that I should not take Advil. I should take Tylenol because ah, yeah. ibuprofen. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Versus what acetaminophen? I think is what yeah. Tylenol is. A- acetaminophen or yeah. something like that. I don't know if I'm saying it correct, but I will always ask you the words that I say correctly. I'll do my best. No, <laughs> corduroy. Corduroy, acetaminophen, and yeah. ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Yeah. Yes, that's it. There you go. We got three it. words. I three learned. medicines. <laughs> well, three medicines and well, two and, medicines and, and a pants. pants. Yeah. 
really good. I was, I was thinking about my embarrassing story is also related yeah, to being sick while doing a show. Oh, really? Yeah. I did a, I did a lot of musical theater in college. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, we were, it wasn't during a performance. It was just a rehearsal. Uh, it was a dress rehearsal. And uh, in this part of the show, we were on a staircase, but it was unfinished. Like they hadn't oh. put the railing on yet. No. Um, just because it was like, it was like the last week before opening. And, you know, there's just some last minute changes happening to the set. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my pants got caught on part of the railing that was not done yet. And I, when that happened, I like flipped backwards and rolled down the stairs. <laughs> oh my God. And like, and like we had like the whole cast was in the audience watching. This is a big show. We had like 40 cast members and oh my God. this is a big musical, you know? And, oh my gosh. I just, and I, Did you injure yourself or something or was it? No, like, I don't know. I, I just tumbled down and I, I was also really sick that week. Like I had been on antibiotics trying to get over it. Like yeah. I had no voice. I was like, ah, <laughs> like trying to do my lines and sing and like all that stuff. It is just, oh it was God. bad. I just yeah. felt so terrible. It's like, uh, it's the worst like to perform when you're sick yeah, or like recovering. Even. Yeah. It's like just to go on stage. You're like, so unaware of like what's happening. Yeah. You're like, I'm barely here right now. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm so. glad you're fine though. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you handled yours better than mine. <laughs> you didn't fall down any staircases. I don't think. I don't remember. Like, Maybe I did at some point, probably, you know. It's been 18 years. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of performances. Once happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, honestly, maybe. I wet my pants. <laughs> like, you're like, okay. I haven't done that yet. Fingers crossed. Yes. We'll see. Maybe I in know. the next improv show. I'll maybe, just, maybe. Uh, let loose maybe we can do it bit. together. Maybe yeah. We, can plan it. we can both wet our pants. We will be, <laughs> no. We will be same partners and we'll be on the same page. There you go. We're like... Do you need to pee? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> what happen? Let's find some stairs. We'll fall down. Yes. <laughs> All right, Tigran. Um, yes. So I got a couple more questions for you Please. before we play some, play, yes. do some improv. Uh, but play, right? Wait. Be kids. Be kids. Let's be yeah. children. Let's be, let's have fun. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> what, what, I'm excited. What would you say has been the, the impact of improv on your life? It did definitely have the the impact of like not caring as much mm. how you come across because all those, uh, you know, all those layers of like egos we put, like, you know, all those layers of characters we put in daily basis, you know? Yeah. Uh, it definitely shuts down that like that we should not care too much. Like that's the, the what's your authentic self, you know, what's your real self? Yeah. And that's... That's what I mostly do. I just like show this is my reality. You know, this is this is who I am. Mm. And improv brings that out of you. You know, yeah. it does that work uh, psychologically or however it does. It does the work. You know, that's what the biggest impact had. And socially, just feeling like so free, mm. so free to communicate with anyone, knowing that you can handle any situations or make it even fun. You know, even more fun. That's the, yeah, those are the two big things. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm really hearing what you said about like caring less. Yeah. Right. Just going out and doing you, especially, I mean, in improv, that's where it starts, but the rest of life too, you know, yes. <laughs> it's an important thing to be able to do. Um, so thinking about kind of your, your career and your journey with improv and with comedy and, you know, right. It's, 
It just became May. It's May 2nd right now. So the year, yes. we still got a lot of year left in 2023. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> do you have any any goals or things you want to accomplish uh, related to comedy or improv um, by the end of this year? Yes, I do. I want to actually be able to host or like create a, com- a stand-up comedy show mm. myself and uh, produce it or see if I can actually manage to bring people together yeah. and have fun and bring good comedians such as Michael. And <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but he sounds like he he's stinks. a great comedian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He loves jokes about corduroy pants. Hey, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's the only kind of joke I like. <laughs> no, but like, like that's one thing I really want to accomplish mm. this year comedy wise. And, you know, just basically to perform more. Mm. and be able to perform or book shows or yeah. things like that. Let's see how it goes. I don't really specifically, like I really have to do it this year or that, but it's one of the goals. You yeah, know? in the future. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yes. I think I would go to an improv show hosted by Tigran or comedy show, stand-up. Stand up. I'm there. Improv, stand-up, whatever it is, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there, so just let me know. Yes, you are. Uh, how about you? Ah, ooh. Ooh. I'm turning like oh. you, see, I'm hey, you can't do that. Video. This is my show. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I mean, I also want to perform more. I like performing a lot. Um, stand up, you know, I think after that last show we did, I, I hadn't done it for like a year and a half until that show, so it'd been a little while. And um, oh, you killed it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Tiger. That's <laughs> very kind. Did, yeah. Uh, I, I think I want to get into that a little more again because I forgot. And I was like, wait, this is, it can be pretty fun. Yeah. I, I know I still, there's there's a lot to learn, but the only way to learn it is just to get up there and do it, right? Yeah. You got to be in front of an audience and remember that like, oh yeah, I need to take care of the audience as I'm performing. Um, so do some more stand up, And then uh, I like making a, like little videos, you know, for like social media, like Instagram, TikTok, yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I've only made maybe like three or four in the past like month and a half or so so i want to do that more that's good i I like it i see you doing it yeah it's fun like little projects like that and i know you've made some short films i I gotta check some of those out we will host with matthew moore actually matthew moore is in both of them oh never mind then yeah (laughs) i know it's a sad thing but (laughs) (laughs) working with him was amazing yeah i believe it amazing amazing but We will actually host it in here in IFTP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I think Matthew was talking about oh a short film, festival. short film evening, yeah, yeah, festival or whatever. But yeah, we'll bring those films to there. Yeah, him and I have talked about that a little bit because they they did one a while ago, right? Yes, and uh, one of the one of my films was there too. Oh, uh, the okay. fir- the the second one I did, and this new one is a bit longer though, but mm. he he has great character in it. Ooh, okay, yes. Um, Look, look forward. Look for it. It'll be fun. Tigran, if I wanted to watch some of your short films, where could I find them? Huh, good question. <laughs> I'll send you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That works for me. That works for me. I want to check them out. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tigran, we've, we've talked a lot about improv, about ballet, about hemorrhoids and corduroy. Uh, especially about hemorrhoids. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> hemorrhoids and corduroy. If there's anything you remember about this episode, yes. let it be those two things. Yes. Comment hashtag hemorrhoids. Hashtag <laughs> corduroy. <laughs> Below. <laughs> I'm really sabotaging this. That's a terrible hashtag, <laughs> but it's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, you ready to do some improv? 
Uh, yes. All right. Yes, let's do it. So I have three games picked out for us this evening that we're going to play. Shoot, yes. And uh, I guarantee that you've never played these games before. Oh, my God. Let's go. Challenge. Because right? what I usually do is that, you see, it's off camera, but Tigran's going to be letting on a little secret. You see that book right there? Improv games, yes. So I look for that book, and then I go, well, that game's dumb. How can I change it to make it better for a <laughs> podcast? And that's basically what I do every week. Okay. Or, or I just Google a list of improv games and try and change Well, that's it. why you have a great show. Well, it's, I've been trying. Let's hope we play it good. We will. <laughs> I know we will because you're here. I am. I'm just complimenting right and left. Wow. That's why we're here. We're here to hear you. Um, So this first game we're going to play, Tigrin, is called Animal Facts. And in this game, uh, basically, we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to give you a random animal. Yes. Just uh, from a generator. I'm going to be like, oh, it's a cow. And you're just going to make up a fact about a cow. Fact about a cow. Okay. I hope I know all the animals' names. If I don't know... uh, I will just make a... Yeah, just make it up. Yes. Yeah. If I don't know, I will do this to you, which means I will. I don't know anything about that animal, but I will still make it up. That works for me. Let's go. So we'll go back and forth. I'll give you an animal, do a fact, then I'll yes. do an animal. We'll go back and forth. So basically, uh, if, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, I just have this website pulled up that gives me a random list of animals, <laughs> and there's a little button I can hit that just, just gives me a random one. Yes. Right. Uh, so, Tigran, are you ready? Yes. Hey, uh, hey Tigran, can you tell me a fact about um, a wolf? A wolf. They like to moan loudly, and they 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 like to take care of each other. You know, oh, they like to yeah. lick, wash each other. Oh, that's nice. They they don't really brush their teeth, but no. They like take care of their nails. Actually, if you didn't know, go check it out. Actually, the wolves they go to the to the mountain walls and <laughs> scratch the scratch the mountains, oh. and that's how they take care of their nails. Oh. That's how the girls learn, you know, nail salons and nail stuff. Nail yeah, nail salons. It comes from wolves. Oh. That's a, that is a very fun fact. Well, I'll tell you what, Tigran, I'm going to tell you a fun fact about um, giraffes. Yes. Um, so you know, giraffes—they have that uh, that like pattern on them, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that's actually not real. It's, they're just all wearing the same outfit. So that's just what the clothes that giraffes wear. It's just no yes. no human has ever seen giraffes Did they have doing a zipper. On yeah, the <laughs> we've just never seen them doing laundry. That's really all it is. Yeah, they. they that's my dirty. fun fact. They should learn some like washing and stuff from. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah, I bet. We could learn some techniques. Um, but Tigran, I got a question. Um, yeah. Can you tell me about uh, pumas? Pumas, they, yeah. they, like to, they like to jump, which is a real, real fun fact. But they yeah. like to jump in a, like when it's dark, yeah. when people are not watching. They like to jump differently. They like to cross their leg, like <sighs> almost like a jumping jack. And they like to mm-hmm. run around like... All together, both legs, like huh. four, all, all four legs, actually. They wow. pump, 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 and they move forward like that. Uh, across when people the are watching, they just, they, oh, they're watching. That's it. They take the form back to normal. Has that? And has, I don't know how I found out about it. Yeah. Has anyone ever taken like a video or a picture of that? They set up cameras secretly in the jungles, and they found out that this is what they do at night. Wow. Yeah. Because I, it's dark and they are... Black and they're not seen as much. Yeah. So 
So the, with the night vision, we caught them doing that. I got to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Tigran. Um, well, I got a fact for you about um, everyone's <laughs> favorite animal, the frog. The frog. Yeah. Yes. You know the frogs, um, they're actually, <laughs> uh, they are, frogs are not really green. Oh. You know, frogs are just, uh, you know how they say you are what you eat? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a saying. So frogs actually, whatever they eat a lot of, they just turn that color. Really? It's just that frogs start out as green, but over time they turn to other colors. Oh, so they eat grass and stuff like that. Yeah, like so if frogs grass. eat grass, they turn green. Or if they, they eat healthy. leaves. But if they eat bugs, they turn the color to the bug. Oh, should. Yeah, so they frogs are that. what they eat. Yeah. yeah. It's little, just like uh, humans. Yeah, we are what we eat. All right, Tigran. Uh, I got one, one more animal for you. I want you to tell me about. Um, can you tell me about the the prairie dog? <laughs> they are very. Um, they are very. They they don't have hair. They really don't have hair. Actually, what? they just. They have wigs. Oh my god. They gosh. still. They are this kind of predators that they go into different animals and steal wigs and fur from them. Wow. For real, they did, like. They were caught in a, in Amazon jungle actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They were stealing fur from from bears and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's that's, right, that's how they like. Sometimes if you see them, they have different patterns of like maybe different colors. Like the he the head is different yeah. color and they don't all tail look the is, same. Uh, tail is different. Yeah, it's all stolen from different animals. Wow. They are stealers. Huh. Yeah. Do you think that's where where humans got the idea to make coats out of animal fur? Mm -hmm. Prairie dogs? I think because, yeah, they have like sharp nails too. I forgot to say. Oh, them. like Sorry, wolves. Yeah, like sharp, sharp nails. No, the wolves, they take care of the nails. Right, like right. The, the, the cave walls. But the, the dogs, the... Prairie dogs. Prairie, yeah. Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> they have like these sharp, thin nails that is like really thin that they can like slice it out and right back on your back. The more you know. Blackout. Blackout. <laughs> that was lovely. <laughs> I, was, I learned so much today. Thank you, Tigrid. Thank you, too. I, I learned, learned a lot. Like about I had no idea about frogs. And stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll show you. Here's a picture of a prairie dog. I don't... I'm trying to remember. I oh think they're God. like, you know, like a, like a gopher or like a meerkat. Like they yeah. have like little holes in the ground they go into and then they pop up from it. I thought there was a meerkat. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I think. But it's a mere dog maybe. Yeah. I think meerkats, <laughs> I know they're in Africa. And then I think prairie dogs are in the U.S. actually. Oh, okay. Somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> they're, they're around. It's somewhere here. Yeah. Can find them in Texas or something. Yeah, that's where they steal the best fur. That's where they find it. Yeah, uh, on the buffaloes. They they steal a lot of buffaloes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. best thing to yeah. steal fur from. Very warm, <laughs> very cozy. Yeah, expensive though. Really expensive. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tigran. So this next game we're gonna play. Yes. Uh, I'm just throwing a lot at you tonight. Um, <laughs> this game is called School Presentation. Yes. So, uh, growing up, you know, going to school, did you ever have to give a presentation? Yeah, sometimes. To yes. report, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, you're going to get to do that again tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, Tigran, what I need from you is that uh, I'm going to give you a random uh, uh, person from history. 
Yes. Just a random person from history. We're doing lots of random things tonight. And if I don't know the person from history, I still do this. Okay? Oh, you do know this person from history because you're you giving sure? a report on it. Oh, okay. Right? 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course I know. I know, all, yeah. All you know the everything there is to know. Um, so the person you're giving a report on today in uh, this class, yes. in this history class, is Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great. Yeah. Um, of course. So, Tigran, uh, I'm so excited to hear your report about Catherine the Great. Uh, I just need you to tell me a couple things about her. Uh, if you could just maybe tell me about, you know, where she was born. Yes. Uh, about her life. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the things she did. Yes. And then uh, how she died. That would be great. Catherine, yes, of course. So, Catherine the Great was born in 1762. And she was in a royal family. Uh, she actually ran away at the age of 15 from her family, from the royal family. And um, she she was born in, uh, I'm sorry, she was born in England. She actually mm-hmm. escaped to France to marry the guy she really loved. Uh, it was Francis de, Francis de Croissant. Yeah, he, yeah. That's where the word croissant came. And Incredible. She was marrying at the age of 15. It was common back then. Mm. But they got married, and it turns out that Francis de Croissant was a, was a closeted gay guy. And mm. she actually never lost her virginity until she was wow. 32. A scandal. Scandal. That was, she really wanted to, but she couldn't. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't interested. Yeah, he, he, he was married for his family, but it was like, you know, when he was in the bedroom, nothing worked. Yeah. And wow. after he died in a battle or whatever, she. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because that's so sad. I know. Me. That, uh, Francis du Croissant. Francis, uh, Francis de Croissant. Du <laughs> Croissant. Passed away. Uh, yeah, after he died in a battle or whatever, mm. he, uh, she actually married the, the brother of Francis. Wow. And he was straight and he was always interested in him. It was Benoit de Catorce. Oh, good for her. Benoit 14th in France, ah, yes. yes. And yeah, they had children, they were happy. And oh, But uh, at some point she took a, you know, she took a depression, you know, like in her life. It was a depressing period. So she left that family too. Wow. It was like common thing for her, just yeah. like family leave, family leave. And yeah, she, they found her dead in a, in a boat in a... Gosh. In, you know, where it was in... Uh, in the river near near Russia, mm. it was I don't remember the name of the river, but the uh, Russian River, I believe. Russian River, <laughs> yes, it was uh, the Moscow Russian Moscow River, Mo- ah. Russian slash Moscow River, Russian slash Moscow River. Yeah, she was floating. I've yeah. seen that on the map. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's so sad. It was very sad. She so, died in seventeen eighty three at wow. the age of. 41. Wow. Yeah. And she was born in 1762. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Time is crazy. Time was, you know, it was different. It was like that period they were deciding before Christ, after Christ. So I just made a right. whole mess. Yeah. yeah. They weren't sure. Yeah. Um, Tigran, this has been an amazing report. It sounds like you've really done your research. I just, yep. I just have one question for you. Um, something I've been thinking about. So uh, her name is Catherine the Great. Yeah. How, why do you think? She got that title, the Great. Oh yes, I forgot to tell you. the The Great title came 
from the from birthing a lot of children. Actually, she oh. was um, she was great at birthing children. She mm. was she's like, really good at it. Yeah, she was popping it out like like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was pam pam one after each other. She like had like about fourteen children. Wow. And yeah, that's a lot of children. It was fourteen children, just specifically for Benoit, the Benoit de Quatorze, the fourteen. Yes, of course. For for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He was a 14 child too. That's why he was Benoit the 14. Ah, yeah. And he wanted the same thing for his kids. Yes, it was 14 kids for him. Yes. That makes sense. She she got the title. Yeah. Why did I forget that? It's such an important thing. It's okay. You you just had so much information to get. I just, you know, when I tell stories as, um, you know, as a reporter, Mm. I really like feel them. I really like dig into the real reality of them. Like what was she feeling in that moment? You know, character work. Yeah. Wow, that okay. really, it, it, it takes your report to another level. I mean, this Friend is easily level. an A+. Plus. Yeah, thank a you. Plus. I appreciate it. Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Tigran, uh, how much did you know about uh, Catherine the Great before we did this scene? I didn't know shit about Catherine the Great. Well, I, I keep, actually don't know Catherine the Great. I, that's one of those people, I was like, yeah, I've, I've heard of her. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you anything she did. And uh, I want to give you credit because you said she was born in 1762. She was born in 1729. So like you weren't oh, that wow. far off. 17, okay. And uh, she did have some things to do with uh, Russia, it looks like. Uh, um, that's where... Oh, she was the Empress of Russia. Okay, so she was royalty, which I think you mentioned in the beginning, right? Where, where was she born? Was it um, England? Uh, let's see, let's see. <laughs> let's do some research. <laughs> okay, it's loading. Come on. No, come the on. reality. Yeah, the real one. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking it's gonna tell us that she was probably. I'm Russian. gonna drop on my knees, on my broken knees, <laughs> if you say she had 14 children. Catherine the Great. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna pull up her Wikipedia page. <laughs> All right, I wanna. Oh my gosh! And she was reigning. She began her reign in 1762. So that year did mean something in her. Oh my real god! Life. Really? So wow! You just, you just got the dates a little mixed wow. up. That's all right. This is universe, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> I felt I felt like I saw Catherine's ghost right here, <laughs> passing by, you know, <laughs> doing jumping jacks yeah. across the room. So she was born in uh, Prussia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russia. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. So born in Russia. She died in Russia. Um, did a lot of stuff in Russia. Let's see. Tell me about, tell me about, uh, she have any kids? Uh, okay, it looks like she did a lot. Did um, a lot personal yeah. life. Here we go. She took many lovers, which you mentioned uh, two of yeah. them. Yeah, it was two uh, that was mentioned only. Yeah. Uh, Francis de Croissant and Benoit de Quatorze. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that was this just is, a couple. I'm just like showing off my French skills. You know? I mean, they're yeah. great. French, French pronunciation, but nothing in French, actually. Okay, so there's just like a list of like all these different... Uh, Lovers that she had. It's it's, it's, it's a, a list of lovers. Yeah, maybe there were fourteen lovers. If I nailed the fourteen number somewhere. Oh yeah, it sounds like she definitely uh, had some trouble with kids, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I, she both did have kids and then had some some struggles as well. So it was a mix. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not getting a final number, but it's okay. You, know, th- like, you got some details, like kind of like wow. related to the truth. So. Yeah. Basically, everything Tigran said was right. Yeah. So go check it out. If, if there's any kids me. listening, yeah. uh, Tigran just wrote your report for you. 
Please You're welcome. Do the same presentation. Copy this. Do the same presentation at your school. Yep. Your teacher will love. A plus. A plus. A plus. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tigran, we've got one more game we're going to play. And this um, one's going to be a little simpler. Just kind of okay. a normal scene. Um, but here's what I need from you. Uh, could you give me a letter of the alphabet? Um, T. T. Great letter. Yes. Uh, can you give me a word that starts with the letter T? T. T. <laughs> All right, perfect. T. Uh, so we're going to do a scene. Our suggestion is T. Uh, I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. Just a couple more. That's some more, actually, for me. Yes. Okay, yeah. I just, I can't drink my tea without sugar. You know? <laughs> I know that already. You know, like seven packets at least. Yeah. Otherwise, Five years, the same story. <laughs> doesn't taste any good. <laughs> Matthew. Stop. That's enough. Yes. That's enough, please. Frank, you know, I, I always put seven packets of sugar in my tea. Six is enough. And you know, after seven... Things get nasty. You know that about yourself. Okay. Frank, I'm sorry. I don't appreciate you judging me for how I take my tea. Um, you know, judging? I yeah. I don't... You say things get nasty when I put seven packets of sugar in my tea? Hell yes, it does. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? How do what I get do nasty? I, what do I mean? A week ago, me and you... Sitting in on our balcony, just casual tea time, you know. Yeah, we, we, PM, we do it every day. Every, tea time in the balcony. Yes, but I love having week. tea with you here in the balcony. I love, I love having it too. But you know, when you took your seventh sugar, what did you do? You did. Oh my God! Take off your shirt, start shaking your nipples. I did the shimmy. You were doing the shimmy, but the whole neighbors were taking fucking videos of you. And I was embarrassed because I like tea with clothes on. Well, <laughs> Frank, you shouldn't be embarrassed by me, what I do. I'm just, that's what I bring to this relationship is sort of a wild side. You need to loosen up a little bit. You know, you I love to... my job. You know how proper I am always. You know, you know me already seven years, you know me. I know, we've. We've been together a long time. Yes. And every time you embarrass me everywhere, every time, first the shimmy, and then shaving your legs in the public while you are wearing shorts. It's just, you know, when in a train, the in a strikes, train, is that, is that right? Okay. That was maybe not smart because we we're on a moving vehicle. I And I did cut myself with the razor several times, but several times I just wanted to, to be ready, you know, we were on our way to that show downtown, and I wanted my legs to look nice. You do that stuff at home, okay? Like, in, in a regular bath, but like, you know, I gotta tell you, I, all these seven years, I have been writing every single thing that was annoying me. Oh my gosh. I have it right here. You kept a list, Frank? And I want... Maybe this takes our relationship to next level. Maybe it doesn't. But I would actually appreciate if we read this together. Okay. Yes. Sure. I. 
I can't believe you have this many things that I've it's done. It's all right. I'm going to put it right here on okay. the top of our right. balcony. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll yes, read the most ahead. recent thing. Uh, you wrote. Uh, you wrote that I got mad at you, you for getting mad at me, me about how much sugar I put in my tea. That, tea. That's happening right now, and you just wrote it down? Exactly, yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice you writing. Yeah, because I do that when that's, I'm in the bathroom. That's crazy. Yes. It's, Here's the second point. Read read this. <sighs> read it. It's clear. Really yeah. Written. No, I, I when sorry. I, when when I, I take a, a bath... bath Every evening at 9 p.m., you come in, you pour the leftover of your tea on my feet. Into the bath. Into the bath. Yeah. And then Why? I, uh, because it's funny. Because when I pour it in the bath, it's like, oh, you're the teapot. You know, it's like, it's like I get a bigger cup of tea. Get it? Because like the bathtub becomes a big teacup with you in it. It's cute. And you add the seventh... Seventh sugar it's in the bath, and you say, "I'm gonna drink you. I'm gonna drink it." Yeah. That's what it gets. Yeah, it's cute. <sighs> Don't find that Frank. Cute. I, I, it's it's cute. okay. It's okay. I can I can accept that, but it's okay. Thank you, Frank. It's just my playful nature. You know, I, I'm wild. I like to make big teacups and sure. take my shirt off on the balcony and shake my legs in a moving train. That's just what I do. You know, it, it's cute to be wild. That's why I do it. I'm cute. <sighs> we need a divorce. Blackout. <laughs> uh, so stupid. Everything I did was so cute. It was cute. It was really cute. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's my a, God. Great games, yeah. by the way. Oh, Thank you that's for a, that's a readjusting the improv games and <laughs> make it for the podcast. Yeah, we we'll make it work for really the podcast. I really appreciate this. I, uh, I know it doesn't matter. I always do object work, like, yes. to start those scenes. I don't know why, but, yes. like... No, that you're great at improv. I, I, I watched a couple like of shows it. and yeah, they are well, amazing you, in it. Yes. Very kind. <laughs> thank you. Um, so Tigran, yes. before we go tonight, before we conclude tonight's episode, I want to yes. give you the chance. Are there any final words you want to leave us with? Final words? Sure, yes. I can. Mm. On improv, on hemorrhoids, on life? Uh, like hemorrhoids, definitely. Take care of it. Mm. Yeah, uh, get rid of those. Improv for the people. Please, anyone in the area, invest Los Angeles, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, whatever, wherever you are, come take classes with IFTP because mm. it's a great community. It's really, I'm not trying to commercial it here. It actually is a really great community. And yeah, like improv will change your life. Mm. I, I think basically just really enjoy yourself. Like whatever you do, really try to have fun with yourself. Have I think that really brings life to a next level and improv definitely does that. Mm. These are my final words and keep tuned, you know, this guy is doing a great job. Oh, thank you, Tegan. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much again to Tegan for coming on the show and telling us about all things ballet, working out, hemorrhoids, corduroy, jumping jacks across the jumping room, jumping jacks everything. across the room, the greatest move. Yes. I want, here's a challenge to everyone this week. Um, when you hear this episode, I challenge you to do some jumping jacks across and the room. And can we do floss right here in front of and the floss. public? Let's, Let's floss. Let's floss together. This is a good way to end the episode. Okay, Let's, Let's do it. it. We keep this on. All yes. right. So for audio listeners, uh, check, the, check us out on YouTube. Yes. Come see the floss. Floss. Uh, so thank you so much for watching uh, Improv for the podcast. As always, we'll be back next week with another episode. 
floss at home, <laughs> jumping <laughs> jack across the room. Follow IFTP and, and follow uh, this guy. He's check out his yeah. and uh, we'll link secret stuff. Check out his short films, ballet, and everything else he's posted on social media. Uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.